Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. So how do I know if what's happening to me today is part of the fulfillment of this desire or a different desire? I used to ask myself that question quite often. I would start speculating. Well, this event might be part of a bridge of incident for this desire. But what if it's what if these bridge of events messes up the fulfillment of a different desire? I don't know if you've ever had that kind of question rolling around in your head. <laughs> you might have a desire for a promotion at work and another desire for love. One day you get an offer for a huge promotion in a different city. Uh-oh, what about your desire for that specific person? He or she lives in the other direction from this new job. Is there a conflict there? No, your desires won't conflict unless you believe they can. Consciousness is the only reality. You have a desire for fitness, but a desire for a piece of cake. <laughs> and then you feel all this turmoil inside. You, that would seem like conflicting desires, but there's no conflict between the desires. It's the meaning you give that piece of cake. That causes the conflict, not the desire. And the same thing with love. It's the meaning you give that particular state. This specific person is you. It's consciousness. Seemingly separate and individualized, but one in a different state. So this draw you have to this specific person is this state. That's not a conflict if you're desiring and imagining love and fulfillment. Some of you know about my plans to move to the mountains. Well, I had that desire all my life, and a couple of years ago, I drew up the plans in imagination and then on paper inside my journal. And then last year, two hurricanes hit <laughs> our current house, and looking at the destruction in our city and all of the remodeling we're going to have to do. Oh, that's a big delay. This must be messing up my plan to move to the mountains. If I have to stay here and take the time to focus on rebuilding this house, does it mean I'm walking away from the fulfillment of my home on Mount Twisty? <laughs> no, not at all. As I've mentioned in other episodes, I also made the decision last year before the hurricanes that regardless of whether we decide to keep the house down here on the Gulf or sell it, I'm not leaving it until it's a house that I'm proud of. I didn't want to leave it in, an, in its outdated condition. It needed a lot of work. It's 53 years old. We wanted to remodel it completely. Kim and I even talked about how it would be much easier if we could just do the whole house at once. We said it jokingly, wishing we could do it all at once. Well, a couple of months later, Hurricane Laura swept through our city, causing damage throughout most of our house. Well, it wasn't a complete uh, redo, but 
before we could do anything with the house, six weeks later, Hurricane Delta comes through. And now <laughs> we've got to take the house down to the bones and rebuild. Exactly what we wanted to do. Not the way we could have predicted it, but exactly what we wanted. At the beginning of December, we were still looking for people to do the work on our house. Now, Kim was certain she wanted to hire a contractor to do everything for us, to handle everything, getting the right people for the right jobs and the permits and all of that. Well, at this particular time, this week, uh, end of November, beginning of December, I was waffling. I was going back and forth. Do I want to hire a contractor or do I want to be my own contractor? Yeah, I could do it myself. <laughs> I wasn't clear on what I wanted to do. That week, Kim came across a contractor on Facebook and she got in touch with them and uh, gave them my contact information so I could make an appointment with them to meet me at the house. And when she told me that, that, hey, this company's going to be calling you, I, I thought, oh, do I even want to do this? I think I'm going to do it myself. Am I going to do it myself? Maybe I should meet them. Nah, I don't know if I need to meet them or not. Uh, whatever. So I reluctantly set the appointment for a few days later. Well, on the day of the appointment, they called me to tell me they have to reschedule. They got too busy. And so they scheduled it for the same time the next day. Well, I'm back at our house waiting for them to show up and I get a call. Hey, we can't come today. We got too busy. It'll have to be tomorrow, Saturday, between 11 and noon. Okay, fine. It worked out to where I had to be at the house anyway because I had to dig through our storage pod to find some kitchen utensils. If you follow me on Facebook, you might have seen that post when I posted a picture of all of our a lot of our boxes outside of the pod. And I joked about how, you know, next time don't put the kitchen essentials all the way in the back of the storage building. <laughs> well, that day while I'm there working on the house, I, they just never showed up. I never heard from the contractor, no calls or anything, which is totally fine. But remember, I was in a state of eh, back and forth indecisiveness not really sure what I wanted to do, so it really wasn't a big deal that they didn't show up. Several weeks go by with really nothing happening on our house. We'd lined up some people to look at our air conditioning and another to check out uh, and write an estimate for the siding. No real definite plan for other things like the electrical and rebuilding the inside. And the holidays passed, now we're into January. Still no real progress on the house. Couldn't really find anybody. Remember, I'm still in this state of, nah, I don't know what to do. Maybe I will do it. I don't know if I can find the right people. This wishy-washiness that I was going through. Kim's probably listening to this episode thinking, what? You were waffling? You were wishy-washy? Why didn't you say something? <laughs> One day, just a couple of weeks ago, I was standing in what used to be the laundry room at our house looking around at all the work that needed to be done. And I asked myself, what in the world was I thinking I wanted to do all of this? Do I really want to spend my days and nights being my own contractor, trying to find the right people and get the jobs done for specific tasks and the permits and all of these things and getting the supplements to the insurance company? 
No, I don't want to do all that. I have plenty of other things I want to do that I enjoy doing, like this podcast and really just enjoying life, having fun, playing with Penny and spending time with my family and Kim. I don't want to add this to my days. So standing there in the laundry room, I got clear on what I wanted. I wanted the rebuild to be done easy. I closed my eyes for just a second and I moved to a point beyond the house being done. It's completely renovated, rebuilt, and it's beautiful. And the feeling I captured right there in that moment of being thrilled at how easy and wonderfully the whole process was. Just the thought of, oh, that went really well. And it was done. Just a second. Now, I didn't go looking for a contractor. Why would I if I've already moved to the end of the rebuild being done wonderfully and easily? I talked to Kim later that day. She happened to see a Facebook Live uh, video of this contractor that we couldn't meet up with in December. He was on there showing some work he had done. So Kim commented on the video that she said, we love your work, but you know we never were able to get with you last month after the reschedules. The owner of the company messaged Kim and apologized for the scheduling mistake. And Kim gave him my contact information. And when we hooked up, I agreed to meet him the following day at the house. We met and walked through the house talking about our vision for the house. I knew after just a few minutes with him that he is the perfect contractor for us. Oscar Martinez. Oh man, I love this guy. During our conversation about the house, the topic of my healing and feeling twisty came up and Oscar's eyes lit up. This wasn't something new to him. He's already living an imaginative life. He had never heard of Neville or feeling twisty, but he follows other speakers and other teachers that teach the power of faith and the power of imagination. He was right there with me and he's listening to feeling twisty. We've chatted about my podcasts a couple of times since then. He's just a really, he's an awesome guy. And I'm not saying that just because he's listening to Feeling Twisty. <laughs> I knew at the moment I met him that this was perfect. The perfect one to rebuild our house. During one of our recent phone conversations about the house, I learned that one big desire of Oscars is to get back into the business of building websites. That's what he went to Baton Rouge for. After moving there, he ended up falling into the contracting business. But web building is where his heart is. I asked him if he planned to get back into it, and he said yes. So I told him that, well, I'll hire you to build my website, feelingtwisty.com. Like with the house rebuild, I didn't want to spend my time working on a website, relearning how to build a website. I just wanted someone else to do it. So I thought, this is perfect. I already know I can trust Oscar. I love this guy. And now he tells me he builds websites too. A few days before this conversation, while running errands, I was thinking about feelingtwisty.com. I've owned the URL for years. I bought it back when Feeling Twisty was going to be all about how awful my dystonia was. So sitting at a red light, I moved beyond worrying about building the site 
to being thrilled and satisfied and how cool the site is. Now here's this man, Oscar, who's going to build my house telling me he'll build my website for free. <laughs> I wasn't concerned with having it done for free, but that's so cool. Like the Bible says, whatever you give in judgment, condemnation, forgiveness, love, whatever you give your imagination, you get back pressed down, shaken together and running over. Now, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, as Neville says, whatever seed you're planting, your harvest is going to be great, so much bigger than that little seed you planted, whether it's some awful things, hurtful things, or wonderful things. And Romans 8.28 says, We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. Now, remember, God is you, your awareness of being, imagination. All things work together for the good, for the fulfillment of your desires. This isn't God up there somewhere deciding what's good for us and what isn't. This is your awareness of being, what you assume to be true, imagination, God, will make sure all things work together for the fulfillment of all your assumptions. This law works for all things, in every way, all the time. Whatever you're believing, you're getting. My life is the expression of all my assumptions. It all works together. Like, I know this sounds, you know, I'm not the one that thought of this analogy, but I like it. Like a tapestry. You don't have one track, one desire in its fulfillment, running off in one direction on its own, separate from the rest of you. Like Neville says, you are infinitely greater than all states. Everything, all of your assumptions, even the seeming awful ones, are woven together in this beautiful tapestry in consciousness, working together perfectly. I could have gone off and reacted to circumstances this past year differently. I could have reacted to the destruction and caused by the storms and thought, oh, this is awful. Why, God, why? I could have reacted badly to Oscar's company for standing me up on the appointments back in December. The day we met in person a couple of weeks ago, Oscar apologized for the scheduling problems, but I told him that he has nothing to apologize for. Oscar played his part perfectly. I was the one that was being indecisive. That week, those days before and after trying to schedule with Oscar, I was the one in this hesitant state, not knowing what I wanted to do. So he couldn't have done anything differently. The day I've decided that I'm done with this indecision and moved into the state of this house being done easily and wonderfully, Kim connects with him, and now we have the perfect contractor for our house. Don't worry about your desires canceling one another out. Trust yourself. Trust that all of your desires are coming together perfectly in this beautiful tapestry that you call your life. It's a beautiful, beautiful life that you have. Right now, you're not looking at the whole thing. You're seeing individual threads and thinking that they're a flaw or they're misshapen. No, it's part of this beautiful tapestry.
that you've woven for yourself, of yourself. Who you are is all of this tapestry and beyond that. Trust yourself. Relax. Be still. And know that you've got this. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.